Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me! And welcome to the pay-per-view special of Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. That's right. This is the pay-per-view special of Survivor Series. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey. With me, as always, is the man of a thousand names, Mikey Manfredi. That's a lot of name. It's a thousand, specifically. But why? Who gave me all these names? Where Where did these thousand names come from? I'm I'm thinking about retiring the nickname a show gimmick. Okay. Uh, and I'm thinking about the the correct thing to to wheel into that is just the man of a thousand names because that's all the names I've given you. All right, Ryan. Name all one thousand names. List them off right now. Go. Okay, but I'm gonna do it like the Pokemon rap. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, Sir, you, you had yourself a deal. Can you drop me a beat then? Uh, oh At one point I had them all written down. I don't know what that is. Uh, Probably gone to the annals of time. Anyways, uh, thank everyone for listening to this oh, week's episode. I was, of... trying to, I was trying to get you a rap beat because I can't oh. beatbox. And then there was an ad and it ruined everything. Aren't, isn't your Twitter handle BeatboxGhost? It I I can't actually beatbox. It's just a funny pun. You're you're lying to everyone. I'm not a liar. Maybe when I'm a ghost, I'll be able to beatbox. You are lying on social media. You're not allowed to do that on social media. No one's ever <laughs> lied on social media before. Listen, my Twitter handle is only because when I'm a ghost, I'll be able to beatbox. However, right now I am you, not a ghost. You it was lied a, it to is me. A, it is a funny pun. That I'm probably going to change because that name is getting old anyway. Uh, Anyways, thank you everybody for listening in to another You Lied to Me, uh, the podcast where Mikey tells lies and I get upset about it. Mikey, you're shaking your head. This is not, again, this is not a video program. We don't have viewers. This is an audio program based I'm just going to make it audio hell for everyone listening. I would, per- I personally would prefer you don't do that, sir. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Thank everyone for listening to this pay per view special. That's right. Uh, this is our art, like I said, the Survivor series. What are you laughing at, b- buddy boy? <laughs> My friend just sent me this picture. 
It's really good. <laughs> well, now you gotta describe to me the picture, or send me the picture, or I describe it. All right, it's coming your way. Okay, okay, you're derailing the show. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Several minutes in. I, I let me get the goddamn intro out of the way. Thank you all for listening to this goddamn pay-per-view special. As I look up this image of, <laughs> I, I am so I'm looking at a screen cap from the Sonic trailer, and it looks to be a third redesign of just really, really derpy Sonic. It's Ugandan Knuckles, but blue. Uh, that I was about to say, I was like, "This is the Knuckles, isn't it?" Um, yeah, it's uh, the new redesign's pretty good. I gotta say, <laughs> this new redesign's pretty good. Anyways, Survivor Series. Pay they made it blue for SmackDown. Oh my anyway, god! Transition. I'm trying to get through this, this intro. Survivor Series. I hope this new bit is to never get through the intro of the show, Mikey. I hope that's a new, not a new bit you're doing. At this point, we should probably just start the whole show over. We've, re- I've, I've derailed it too much. This train okay, has crashed. Three, two, one, collapsing. Anyways, hello, welcome everybody to the Hit the Books, the pay-per-view special of Survivor Series. I'm Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is the man of a million names, Mikey Manfredi. <laughs> That's right, you're listening to the pay-per-view special of Survivor Series. We've been booking the card. We've been ma- making the matches. We've been doing this all over the past couple of months. So, we have got our Survivor Series teams. We got Raw, we got SmackDown, we got NXT teams. NXT and we are ready. Very good. NXT teams, we are ready to book the show. Our card is in order. Uh, we've booked it, you know, we put it in order of how we like it, and we're all ready to go, Mikey. So with that out of the way, with that intro out of the way, and our restart out of the way, are you ready to do this? Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. I'm a wrestling let's... fan. I can't help it. I love chants, and I love clapping. Clapping rhythmically are my two favorite things. What's your other, your other second favorite favorite thing? I said chanting and clapping rhythmically. Okay, okay, I see how it is. So, what's your? What, hold on, give me your top chant, your favorite chant to do at a wrestling show. Um, or in your own house, and you're just chanting along. You sick fuck is very good. Um, especially when something stupid happens, especially when like they're chanting it to like Orange Cassidy doing one of his kicks. Mm-hmm. Um. I like I like when it's a wrestler's birthday and the crowd chants "Happy Birthday." That's always fun. My my nice personal favorite is when uh, uh, there's like a wrestler fighting another wrestler whose name like you know fighting Kenny Omega, fighting Kenny King, and then we do like a brain buster onto the floor, and then the whole crowd says, "You killed Kenny." Uh, <laughs> that. That's my personal favorite. Again, we're derailing the show as we're about to get into it. Oh. We already said we're getting into it. Mikey, are you having we got one, more DRL? One, la- one last one. One last one. This should be a train station. No, one last. This should be a bad train station because one last chant that central. I love. Uh, one last chant that I love is when I was in Philly for the live show and everyone was uh, chanting at Scorpio Sky. You have one shoe. He's got one shoe. It was very good. A, a classic chant. And then he had no shoes, and the crowd started chanting, "He has no shoes." And then we chanted at him to pick up his shoe. And then he did it. And then he did it. And you were on TV when he did that. Yeah, was I? In fact. Neat. Yes, you were. I saw you in the crowd. I was like, you're the only person not wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah, I'm we- I was wearing, like, the lightest colors. I was wearing very light-colored denim. So it was like, yeah. and a white t-shirt underneath. So I was just sticking out like a sore thumb, I'm sure. 
Yeah, if you go back and watch that AEW episode, and you're, you know, the moment wherein Scorpius Sky is on the ramp with Frankie Kazarian, Scorpius Sky does that little spin move, picks up a shoe. In the crowd, at that same exact moment, you could see someone in a, an, an orange, clear as day, an orange Cassidy cosplay, uh, uh, costume, cosplay, uh, uh, I kind of want to go back cheer. and watch that episode now, just to, like, I want to go back and, t- like, I want to go back and I want to watch the Philly episode just to see how many times I could spot myself in the crowd. Uh, twice is what I got. Also well, with the second with one's really easy. Also with commentary because I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, well, with all that out of the way, let's finally get to this goddamn show, right, Mikey? Yeah, let's do it. And we're gonna start off with, of course, the pre-show. We got two matches on the pre-show for Survivor Series. This is a big five pay-per-view, so this is a big crossover event that we've got ahead of us. So we're gonna have to do things a little differently here, and we'll get to that. When we get to our first match. But first off, we got the pre-show. There's a Raw match in the pre-show, but we don't care about that. What we care about is, of course, the long-awaited English versus Elias guitar on a pole match. Incredible. Mikey. Uh, now, this technically, as I was thinking about it last episode, this match is technically out of my uh, domain. Uh, this isn't really a tag match anymore. It's a singles match. So technically, I don't have to make the call here. We're, we'll make it together. Um, what do we want to do? Um, I don't know. My vote. Do do you, let I'll ask you first, since you do have domain. I'll give you thoughts on this rivalry, thoughts on the storyline, and thoughts on who should win. I like this story. I like the storyline. Um, the rivalry is good because I feel like English and Elias both needed like a fresh spin because their tag team was getting. A little old. No offense to anybody, but I think it's just got their gimmick just kind of got stale. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it was a good good way to change it up and put them both back on the singles map. Mm-hmm. So if you were to pick a winner, who would that be? Um. So we had them both get the upper hand in the buildup, right? Yes. At some uh, point. Uh, uh, Elias hit... English with a guitar first, and then uh, in a backstage interview, an uh, uh, English hit Elias with a guitar. So they both hit hit each other with guitars at least once. Hmm. Do we want the payoff for English, or do we want Elias to go off with his new girl? <laughs> a very heel move. Yeah, I guess technically it's going to be English with his Yoko Ono type girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that idea. <laughs> That's making real hell move is he wins the match and steals the girl. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that, honestly. I'll be down. I mean, it's a stupid guitar on a pole match, so I don't give a crap. If English, if English wins the match and steals Elias's girl. Other way around, but yes. Okay. Elias steals the match and steals English's girl. Incredible. Look, look. This storyline is kind of a blur to me. I forgot who had the girl. English did. English, English had the Yoko Ono. Okay. Elias is the guy that's like, I want to focus on the music. I don't need the extra help. Got it. So, so I guess English is playing the heel in this match. Yes. Who's the heel? Who's the heel in this feud? Hmm. Let me think about this. English, <laughs> be, like, like to be fair, you were the one who built up this storyline. That's fair. So I'm trying to figure out what your process, what your thought process is. Like, who's the heel in this and who's not? 
I think it's I think it's pretty gray, honestly. Like I think, I feel like it is because they they both like none of them had malicious intent. It was just like Elias was like, I want to focus on the music, and they they had like a disagreement, right? Yeah. Who attacked? I guess it's the matter of who attacked first, and that was Elias, right? Correct. But so, I would argue that English is the heel because he was the one. Would you argue that John Lennon is the heel of the Beatles then? Yes, I would. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say what no one else is thinking. And Paul McCartney's the ultimate babyface. Well, yeah. Well, Ringo Starr, honestly. Well, Ringo Starr is the Orange Cassidy. Exactly. Ringo Starr is the Orange. Ringo Starr is the Orange Cassidy. Ringo Starr is the Orange Cassidy of the Beatles. George, George Harrison is buried. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and John Lennon is the heel that also got buried. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Anyways, let's, we got to decide on first. I don't want to spend more time in the John Lennon universe. Elias is my vote to win this match and steal the girl. Why not? Make Sounds him, good. Just, I, I think that's a good heel wrap-up for him as well. I mean, uh, it defines who the heel was in this whole thing. I think <laughs> In I, the payoff matchup, we find I, out who the heel is in the field. I think English was playing sort of the heel in the sense that he's ruining their thing. So, like, that would sort of be a kind of heel behavior to a certain extent, I guess. I don't think – he wasn't trying to ruin it, though. He was trying to make the, He was trying to make them better. I guess what I'm trying to say is I wanted people to side with Elias. Okay. If that makes sense. I, I wanted people to side with Elias in this feud. Um, okay. On the build-up, at the very least. And that, so, so, you, so, here's, so here's what I'm getting at. at in the beginning – God created everything. Stop. But then, now, and then, cut to now. You, you, we, we had Elias playing almost the face because you want people to be on Elias' side. You want people to support Elias and being like, "No, don't bring this Yoko Ono in." Yes. And now, at the end of the feud, it seems to have taken a turn where Elias is now the heel because he stole the girl who he was initially against. Yeah, so what from, you're telling me is from we've English. The, we've done a guitar to pole double turn match. Who is now the face in this whole thing? Yes. Bold. Bold bold storytelling move for a guitar on a pole match. I think this is the best written storyline we've ever done in our life. For a guitar on a pole match. That's the payoff here. And I'll be honest, Mikey. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, after the match, Elias steals English's girl. Uh, it's what I wrote down in real life. In real life, I wrote this down. <laughs> what a what a narrative we're spinning. I think this is the perfect double turn. This is, like, everything I wanted and more. Is the guitar in a pole. Then we got a double turn into it. That's perfect. This is like this is the one year payoff of hit the books of all the guitar of all the X on a pole matches. We've finally done it with a double turn. Our best storyline yet, folks. Yes. Not uh, Drew McIntyre. No, fuck not that our, guy. Not not when we were writing Seth Rollins. Not when not Seth Rollins not AJ Styles. Styles dream match. No, that's dumb. Who cares about all that? Not Let's talk not English the and not Elias. the AJ Styles Seth Rollins dream match that got interrupted by Undisputed Era. Not not the uh, Rusev Day breakup. But this, our magnum opus, 
English versus Elias in a guitar on a pole match. My gift in, in the pre-show of Survivor Series. Yes. Um, okay, so Elias wins uh, and steals their girl. Uh, perfect. Uh, and, I, and Mikey, I'll be honest. I'll be okay if we just don't if we just like drop English as a wrestler. Yikes. Well, he's like he in real life he's a commentator now. Yeah. So I'm sort of okay if I'm like, hey, just, just, just move over there. This, this this is his last match he's ever gonna wrestle. And I'm, it's a I'm, guitar on a pole match. Yeah, this is his send off. Yes. I think Going the, out on his back in a guitar on a pole match. I think it's perfect. What a day. I think it's perfect. Let's break up the tag team. Just keep Elias. I don't need English. We already have t- way too many people. We haven't even used our truth yet. <laughs> oh no. We haven't used Heath Slater at all in weeks. No, I bet everyone's missing Heath Slater. I mean, back when we were doing all those polls, <laughs> Heath Slater segments were like their biggest numbers. Anyway, next match, first match on the card. Yes. Is the Team SmackDown versus Team Raw versus Team NXT women's match. Can you give me a refresher on the who's on whose team? So on teams on Team SmackDown, our team, our brand, we have Nikki Cross. Our, my brand. My brand. Sorry, we have Nikki I had Cross. Do, I had to do a, make a reference. Sasha Banks, Natalia, Asuka, and Zelina Vega. On Team Raw, we have uh, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Charlotte Flair, Sonya Deville, and Bayley. And on Team NXT, we have Tegan Knox, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, and Tony Storm. Ooh, boy, oh boy. That's Honestly, is... Raw team's looking the weakest here, folks. Yeah, I mean, we got Charlotte Team NXT, Flair, but... Team NXT, kind of stacked. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Team NXT might be the most stacked. But, Mikey, this is a multi-brand event. So we got, so like I said at the top of the show, we have to do it slightly different in our booking. We don't control NXT. We don't control Raw. We are not Triple H nor Paul Heyman. Um, mm-hmm. So sadly, we uh, kind of have to Or lo- Eric well, Bischoff anymore. No, we are, we're uh, Bruce Pritchard. Uh, we make up Bruce Pritchard. Um, Together. <laughs> our powers combined. Form of. <laughs> our fusion dance. <laughs> Um, so because of that, because of this is a multi-brand event, we have to sort of give up which brand wins this match. So we have a randomizer to select which brand will end up winning this match. But I guess we can decide how that comes about. So it sounds good, Mikey? Yeah. So I have the randomizer set up. If you would like to go first, since this is, uh, you set up this match, um, since this is the women's match technically, so you have full reign to a certain mm-hmm. extent. All right, let's hit that randomizer. Let's see what we yes. got. We'll see if Raw, SmackDown, or NXT can pull this one out. All right, Ryan. I got the winner for our first Survivor Series match. You ready? I'm ready. The winner is SmackDown! Yeah, baby! That's what I'm talking about. Smack those downs. Take it home the first match, SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live. Nikki Cross, Sasha Banks, Natalia, Asuka, and Zelina Vega all bring in the trophy home. There is no trophy, but if there were one, it's coming home. We got one. We did it. Okay, well. One uh, to zero to zero. SmackDown leads. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Let's keep that number. Go- <laughs> let's put that number on the board. <laughs> Ignore the pre show. <laughs> 
Uh, Stack SmackDown gets the first win. Good on well, that. Well, the, the pre-show was a Raw match and a SmackDown versus SmackDown match, so there's no points to give. I was referencing uh, last I know what you were here. referencing, but in our universe, we did a thing where we had a Raw match and a SmackDown match, so I'll... it wouldn't matter anyway. That's fair. Okay, so we have to talk about eliminations here because there are pinfalls and everything in play. Who's eliminating whom? Also, how does this match work? <laughs> I'm, like, thinking about... I've been thinking about this, like, for the past couple weeks, Mikey. How does this match work? Is it, like... Like, when there's, like, a triple threat tag match where there's only two competitors in the ring at one time? Or is it, like, a triple threat in the sense that, like, there's three competitors at the same time and those teams can tag out each other? That seems... I hate those rules. <laughs> what? That, that's a triple threat and they can the just tag The triple threat out? tag team rules are just annoying. Yeah, because it's confusing? Yeah. Let's do... I think it should just be... For triple threat, it should just be... One member of each tag team is in the ring, and it's just triple threats. <laughs> I sort of agree with that. I think maybe, maybe I, I guess the logic might be that like that makes it harder in terms of setting up the match. I don't know. I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know anything. Anyways, uh, who's eliminating whom? Um, maybe we don't. Maybe we shouldn't talk about who's eliminating whom because we're going to be here all day. We have I'm about 15 to say, if we, people. If in this we match. do what we did last year and talk about who's eliminating who in this match with three teams of five people each. We're going to be here for four hours. <laughs> well, then I ask this. Who is the last member of Team NXT standing? Um, well, I also ask this first. Which team gets eliminated first, Raw or NXT? Honestly, if we're just talking about raw power level of teams here, Raw. Oh, played your hand by saying raw power level. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, Team Raw gets my, eliminated my first. Ma- my magic jargon turned back around on me. Team Raw gets eliminated as a whole team first. What? Who is the last person of Team Raw standing? Last person of Team Raw standing out of Dana Brooke, is... Tamina, Charlotte Flair, Sony Deville. Probably and Charlotte Flair, or Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with Bailey. Okay. Right on Bailey. Bailey is the last person on Team Raw, and on Team NXT, the last person is. What do you think? What do you, what's your thoughts on this? Team NXT is hard for me because I like all of these people. I know. I was going to say... All these people are very be- strong competitors. Between Knox, Ripley, Shirai, Sane, and Storm. Do you mean all... So all of them? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I'm, I'm prepping I'm prepping the audience. Uh, I'm going to say maybe Knox is the last one standing. Interesting. I was going to say Storm. So I, was, I was between Storm and Ripley. That's fair. Storm, because she's... The- Sorry, go ahead. Mm. Storm is like kind of NXT UK, so I'm, I would just throw her out because of that. Yeah, Oops. I was thinking Storm and Ripley because they've had history to get. They've had like a rivalry, so I was gonna That's say true. maybe they start like. Oh, they have a little. Te- there's a little tension there toward the end, and that's what like eliminates them. Oh, I like that. I'm good with that. So maybe oh. so. Let's say Ripley's the last one standing. Let's say Ripley and Storm kind of have a start butting heads and storm eats a finisher or something. And Ripley's the last one standing. Okay. And then we got a uh, team SmackDown. Who is the last person slash persons of team SmackDown? It was going to be Ember moon. Whoa. Really? You, you had Ember moon. Yes. I had Ember moon being the last one standing. Really? Yep. Uh, but that's, that's gone now. 
No, but not even Asuka and Ember Moon. Just Ember Moon. Well, That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were gonna be the last. They were gonna be like the last two, but okay. I think one of them, like, they were gonna be the last two there, mm-hmm. but one of them was gonna get eliminated, and I think it was gonna be Asuka. Um, and Ember Moon Ooh. was gonna be the last one to win it for SmackDown In- because I like Ember Moon a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. because of reasons. <laughs> so, with uh, I guess with that being said, out of Nikki Cross, Sasha Banks, Natalia, Asuka, and Selena Vega, who are the last people standing or the last person? Okay, do we still want to put over the Empresses of the Night and have it be Asuka? We can. Or do you want to push they, Natalia? Because I'm between this, Natalia and Asuka here. Keep in mind, whoever whoever this is is. Pinning Rhea Ripley last. Yes. So, do so we, I'm going to go with Asuka then. Asuka representing teams. What about Asuka and Banks? Uh, okay. I like Asuka and Banks. They double team Rhea Ripley, maybe. They, they mm-hmm. get, it's like a 2 on one Yeah. Asuka and Banks are the last two standing. Okay. Wait. What's Asuka's... Because in our, in our universe, Asuka's a face, right? So what was her finisher when she was a face? Uh, I think she not, still has. What was the not green mist? Um, I think she has. Oh my god! You know what I just realized? What? I'll get to that. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, I think it was like a submission, uh, the Oscar lock. Right. Right. Something right. like that. Some sort. It was like a chicken, uh, crossface chicken wing. I think something like that. Okay. So uh, what I just realized, Mikey, and is... Sasha has the bank statement. So like, I was gonna say they can do like a cool double team move, but they can't because they're both submission. No, but we could do a double, like both Storm and Ripley tap out at the same time. That's true. Like we can get like Banks can get Storm in the the bank statement, and Oscar can get Ripley in the Oscar lock. I like that. Yeah, and then that's the that's the that's the finish. Or I was going to say, if it is the two-on-one, we could do, like, Banks doing that backstabber that she does, and Ripley falls into the Oscar lock. That's not bad. Backstabber into the Oscar lock? Yeah. I, I, like, I like your idea. I like your idea better, though, I think. The, they both the tap double, out at the, the same double time. tap yeah. out? It's, it's more... It's more, it's, more of a, it's more epic, I feel like. It's more of, like, a moment. And we're, just, we're saying Banks submits Storm, and Oscar submits Ripley? Yes. Okay. Uh, sounds good. The one thing I was going to say, Mikey, is I think we have a definite moment in this match between Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, and Asuka. Oh, God, yes. All three of them are in this match right now, and I want to see some stardom-esque wrestling. Yes, for sure. Give me some of that Joshi Joshi. Give me some of that Joshi shit. Give me it. Put it directly... Hook me up to an IV that just is labeled Joshi shit, mm-hmm. and put it straight into my veins. Yeah, we have all three of them in this match, so why not fucking do it? Have all three of them. And plus, I mean, plus we have Sasha Banks and Bailey in here. We got Sasha Banks and and Flair in here. Um, there's some interesting dynamics that will certainly play out. I think Nikki Cross and Tony Storm could be kind of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I like it. Okay, well then, last two standing. Uh, last. Also, I like I like um, Natalia. We could have a Natalia Flair moment. We could. That that's a call. They, they had. Well. It, I would say in our universe, in when Flair was on SmackDown, they had that big rivalry. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. I like. I like it. 
I like, I like it. I like it. Cool. All right. Perfect. Cool. Oh, also Let's Sony DeVille and also Sony DeVille and Oscar. Yes. Just, I just want to see them go. Just, yes, please. I'm so DeVille stand. Let them fight. Let okay, them fight. let's move on. Next up is a, is a second Raw match. Skipping past that, we're going straight into the mid-card champions match, the champions triple threat, which is Samoa Joe, the United States champion Samoa Joe, taking on AJ Styles, our intercontinental champion, and taking on the NXT North American champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Big indeed. Match. Big old triple threat. Uh, Mikey, this is exciting. If if you had the choice, who would you have picked? Probably, honestly, probably Tommaso Ciampa. Well, let's see. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I don't think I would uh, have SmackDown get this win. I think Tommaso Ciampa would, if he wanted, be a huge push for him. Whoever has. Well, guess what, Mikey. The randomizer agrees. The randomizer has chosen NXT to win this match. Hey! Which, which means Tomasa Champa has won. And I guess the question we have to say, Mikey, is Tomasa Champa has won. Who does he pin to win this match? Um, <laughs> that's a tough one. Who does right? he hit with that? What is it? What's his finish? I forgot what it's called. Um, fairy tale end- ending. That's it. Who does he hit with a fairy tale ending? Probably AJ Styles. AJ Styles would sell. I don't think. I, was, I don't think he's gonna be able to get Samoa Joe up there as easily. Sure. Well, he's actually kind of ripped, so he probably can. Fair, <laughs> but we're gonna say Styles. I think Styles would just sell it like death. Yeah. No, you're right. Let's do. Let's do Styles. I'm okay with SmackDown taking the pin here for this one. Um, if it gets my boy Tommaso Ciampa over. So that means Can we talk about how he went from the most hated man in NXT to one of the most loved in, like... <laughs> All he had to do was break his neck. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, we'll see you on the other side, Johnny Gargano. Um, <laughs> he's gonna come back and everyone's gonna be hype, I'm sure. He's... He, he's loved it, right? Like, Johnny Gargano is a fucking star and a yeah. half. Like, he is... What a guy. Yeah. Let's move on. Um... Yeah, let's move on to Here's the, to a speedy recovery. Let's move on to the tag Double team heart. triple threat champions match. This is the tag team of the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley, taking on the pure that is Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Um and finally taking on Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. Mikey. Big old thing. Uh if I had to pick who would win. I would probably not pick the pure. And honestly, I would probably pick either NXT or Raw to win this match. Well, Ryan, the randomizer agrees with you because NXT wins this match. Oh, mustache mountain. That's two in a row for NXT. NXT storming through here. Two in a row. Two in a row. So now it's one to zero to two. One to zero to two. Mustache Mountain have gotten the victory. Who do they pin to win this match? Honestly, storyline-wise, Undisputed Era. Ooh, why? Why you say that? Because of their past history. Their past history. Uh, they couldn't. They couldn't get it done in their title matches. And if it, Did... it's just really rad to have that. Both now they're both champions. 
Does that history exist? Hold on. In this universe that we've created? I mean, they were both on NXT for a period of time, so, like... Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to think of, like, did that happen when we were doing this show? I think it did. I'm pretty I don't sure think they did. have history. I don't think they have history in this universe. Are you looking it up? Oh, uh, what did I do? No, I was trying to do something, but that can't work. Google Sheets. Okay. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think <laughs> they have history in this universe because I think we called up Undisputed Era before all those series of matches. When did we call up Undisputed Era? Last uh, October. Okay, I'm trying to figure out. It was at. It was at a takeover. They had their big match in Takeover Brooklyn. Which which Takeover Brooklyn was it? Takeover uh, Brooklyn. I barely remember, but I, I I'll say this: I'm okay with Undisputed Era getting the pin, even though Takeover Brooklyn four. When was that? Uh, well, as you look it up, I, I'm okay with. I think the Pure shouldn't get a l- pinned here at all. I think it should just be Undisputed Era gets pinned. Um, so I'm okay with it being like Tyler Bate pins um, fish or something. Okay, so it looks like NXT Takeover Four was August 18th, 2018. That would have been right before they got we... called up. Yes. So it is there. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it, my statement stands. Okay, cool. So then we'll do Mustache Mountain gets the win, uh, and uh, I, I voted uh, B- Tyler Bate pins Bobby Fish. Cool with that. To get this victory. Uh, this is... I like it. I like that. I, and I think that would be... I know Tyler, they, they did beat them. They did beat them, because they also had that match in... Um, they had two matches, uh, Mustache Mountain against Undisputed Era because they beat Undisputed Era when they had that paper, not pay per view, but the tournament finals, the NXT mm-hmm. UK tournament finals. They beat U- Undisputed Era to win the title, NXT Tag Team titles. Then NXT uh, on NXT TV, Undisputed Era won them back. So, yeah, I think that definitely works. Mike, yeah. I see you're keeping a tally of yes. the wins of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Yes, just so we can refer back to it later if we need it. Perfect. Let's move on to the next matchup. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have the WWE versus Universal versus NXT Champions match. We have Randy Orton, Universal Champion, versus Kofi Kingston, our WWE Champion, and Aleister Black as the NXT Champion. Who is still on NXT. (laughs) Yeah. He is the holdout. He has been there for years at this point, it feels. Ryan, I believe it is your turn to roll the randomizer. And I have, Mikey, and the answer is in front of me, and that answer is none other than the New Day's Kofi Kingston. All right, SmackDown gets another victory. Raw really needs to step up. Raw sucks, dude. Shout out to Fox for making us important. Honestly, honestly, the randomizer very much helped us because Kofi Kingston winning, leading up into our next match, Perfect. So uh, I think the only logical answer here is Kingston pins Orton. Pins Orton. Yep, for sure. Perfect. Kingston wins this match. I would have loved to have seen this match, honestly. Aleister Black between these two guys. Because mm-hmm. you got the Black Mass and the uh, RKO, which are two. As Very I said, we built nowhere. up. 
we built up for this match to be sort of like an out of nowhere move. Um, and Kofi Kingston getting, and probably I like to imagine Kofi Kingston wins it via Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Trouble in Paradise is also kind of an out of nowhere move. It exactly. Happen. It could be so very, it, like, it's very. I like the idea that, quick like, finish, I'm sure. Yeah, Alistair, I think at, like, one point, Alistair Black goes to do the Black Mass on Randy Orton, and then he, like, turns it into an RKO as mm. he's spinning he, around. I think he, I think, yeah, he, like, ducks under it. Oh, RKO? And, Beautiful. He, like he like he ducks under the black mass and then Alistair Alistair Black like spins around to plant his foot so he can stand again and just boom. This is okay, can I have can I go on a soapbox? And then trouble in paradise quick? after the RKO. Can I go on a soapbox real quick, Mikey? Go for it. Like, so the the when we started the show, this was an experiment partly, right? To see, you know, how hard it is because people all the time talk about how like I can write better than best back down and raw all this. I can write book better than that. So we were like, okay, we're going to do that, right? That was kind of the premise of what we originally thought of the show, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, like, sitting here thinking about, like, why haven't Aleister Black and Randy Orton fought each other yet? Like, like why Why are so many of these kind of matches, like, the interactions between Randy Orton and Aleister Black? They were both on SmackDown for a while. Why are so many of these interactions not happening? Like, you could just do it. Like, it's pro wrestling. You can just write whatever you want. Why are we just not writing these dream matches every week? You know how many, like, first-time ever matches we've done on this show over the course of the year? Like AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins? It's AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. We did that match. I mean, freaking, we did Rusev versus Rey Mysterio, which I think was a first-time ever. Like, we did uh, Eric Young versus Akira Tozawa, which was a, a first-time ever. Like, we we do so much. Keith Lee, Velveteen Dream, first time ever, I think. Like, why why don't these people just write them? I just do them. Stop doing all these convoluted things. Just do matches. I, I, I'm off my soapbox. I'm just <laughs> upset about it. Let's move on to the next matchup, which is, of course, like you said, sets up perfectly for this match, which is the future star's fatal four-way to determine... The uh, the winner who will get a WWE Championship number one contendership, uh, which they can. It's I guess we're sort of premising that this is sort of like the Money in the Bank, kind of, mm-hmm. right? This is kind of like a G one contract signing where they basically win a contract that um, I guess really it's all it's. If I had to create a perfect analog- analogy, it would be this is sort of like the. Um, Lucha Underground Gift to the Gods Championship. Mm-hmm. Mikey, I'm not sure how much Lucha Underground you've watched. Uh, absolutely zero. So the Gift of the Gods Championship was... This actually... Is this... Hold on. Is this premise the entire Gift of the Gods Championship? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now I'm freaking out. Um, so the premise of the Gift of the Gods Championship is that this is a title that uh, wrestlers would compete against each other to win a medallion. And then when they when like these seven wrestlers have won a medallion, um, they then put them on the title, and then the, and then all seven of them face each other in a in a seven way match. The winner of which gets the gift of the gods championship. They hold it on. They use it like a title belt. They can defend it as well. Um, and then at that person's choosing, they can essentially cash in the gift of the gods championship to the general manager Dario Cueto. And 
and and next and then the following week um that person will challenge for the lucha underground championship so what you're telling me is that if one wrestler collects all seven chaos emeralds they become a super lucha and can challenge for the title well i haven't even started talking about the gauntlet yet but uh that's an actual gift from the god so uh yeah in a certain way yes if you just yeah, there's Lucha Underground, Mikey. I, I they'll say this all for listeners, Mikey. Uh, Lucha Underground is so. Free. What you're telling me is if they collect all seven Dragon Balls, they can make mm-hmm. a wish for the for the title. Yes. Why is it always seven? It's the it's a godlike number. I guess so. Um, what I'm telling you, Mikey, is that Lucha Underground is free on Tubi. T U B I. All four seasons are on Lucha are on Tubi. You can watch it all for free. You can binge watch all that wrestling. So, like, if I start from episode, it like there's no nothing I'm, I need to know beforehand, right? Like, if I go season one, episode one, and move on, I should be able to follow. Yes, cool. exactly. The only thing you would need to know so it's almost is... like binging a TV series. Exactly, it is. It's exactly that. Just a bunch of wrestling. Incredible. A bunch of hours of wrestling. I mean, Ricochet's on that show, Mikey. Oh yeah, right. He's he's, he's, the, Prince he's Kuma, like yeah? the lead. People, people, okay, we're gonna, let's, let's take a quick detour. If we're, this show is detour, detour junction. I just want to give you a quick rundown of some of the, uh, some of the people that you might know that have been on Lucha Underground. Is that okay, Mikey? You make, make your list. I'm, I'm trying to get on Tubi.com right now. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's just talk about some of the people that have walked through the doors of the Lucha Underground. We're talking about, uh, Chavo Guerrero. Okay. We're talking Brian Cage. I'm just going to name names that you might know. So Brian Cage. I've heard the name. Um, Ray Phoenix. Definitely. Obviously. Um, Jake Hager. Yeah, I am, of course. Uh, Johnny Mundo or John Hennigan or John Morrison. I mean, obviously. Uh, Paul London. Okay. Pentagon... Pentagon Jr. Okay. PJ Black. Nope. PJ Black uh, used to be in WWE. Uh, 450 Splash Guy. Uh, South African. What's his name in WWE? Uh, I can just click on the link. This is a Wikipedia article, for God's sake. Justin Gabriel. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that name I know. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Tommy Dreamer. Sonny Kiss. Of course, of course. Um... Just a buttload of people have been on there. Ivelisse have been on Lucha Ground. I highly recommend Rico- Ricochet. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Okay. Great show. Great okay. show. Anyways, that's all my. Let's. We gotta focus on this, Mikey. We're picking a card. We're picking a match. This is a Future Stars Fatal Four Way to determine the WWE Championship opportunity. The number one contendership, where the winner will essentially be able to cash in their number one contendership whenever they want. I presume wow. it's probably gonna happen on a pay per view or something. 2B TV has such hits as Fred the movie, Fred 2, Night of the Living Fred, and Fred 3, Camp Fred. Hey, one, all of them have John Cena in it, so it ties into wrestling. Anyways, Mikey, we got I, Fatal 4-Way in front of us. Cedric Alexander, eight Velveteen... Eight degrees of John Cena. Cedric, Cedric Alexander, Velveteen Dream, Akira Tozawa, and Drew Gulak. Mikey, we've been building this up, uh, of course, over the past couple weeks, and Velveteen Dream, of course, says that he is the shoe in to win this match. 
Um, of course, there's also Eric Young, who has vowed that Akira Tozawa will not win this match. And, of course, okay. then there's also Drew Gulak and Cedric Alexander, who have also uh, had some stuff happen to them. So, Mike, that's a lot of things. Who who should we who do we think should win? This is a tough one. Um, I am between two people here. Okay, I am between Velveteen Dream and Drewy Gooks. Ah, Drewy Gooks. I'll be honest, Mikey. I'm between the two as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think. Well, let's just say Eric Young does something that like maybe like kayfabe hurts Akira Tozawa so he can't finish the match. Okay. Maybe he like throws him into the barricade and like or spears him through the barricade or something. Something big. Yeah. That essentially, yeah, just ends just is like, well, he's out. Yeah. Something big near the end of the match. Puts like him through the announce table. Yeah, something you know, just something like that. Mm-hmm. But then we got Velveteen Dream and Jewy Gooks. Velveteen okay, so what what your what's your argument between the two? So Velveteen Dream is just it's Velveteen Dream. Uh, he is a big star. He will be a huge name to have a go against Kofi Kingston for the title. Um, and I think it's honestly just it would be a good match and it would be up in the air on who's going to win. I feel like Velveteen Dream having this opportunity can make the best of it. And for Drew Gooks, he's just like the same way where it's like, he seems like a credible threat to Kofi Kingston right now. Uh, we can get the pure in on his side. That is um, true. It's it's just these two have the most storyline potential, I feel. Mm-hmm. We have teased the idea of pure Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. And we could also say that the pure could help Drew Gulak win this match. That would be interesting. And then Drew Gulak faces Kofi Kingston while Daniel Bryan faces Velveteen Dream. Maybe we do that. Maybe we maybe it's like Velveteen Dream's gonna like going up for the purple rainmaker and Daniel Bryan rushes up behind him and pushes him off. And Jury Gook gets him in I'm assuming a submission hold for his finisher. Oh yeah, the gulak. I didn't. I didn't watch too many much two hundred five live. Don't worry, it's called the gulak. I know this because of reasons, I guess. Okay, so maybe he pushes them off. Gets uh, Daniel Bryan pushes Velveteen Dream off. Drew Gulak gets him in the gulak and wins the match. Or maybe it's like one of the other two going for a high flying move. I don't know. I think I think Velveteen Dream because that would be the better spin off for Daniel Bryan match type. Mm-hmm. But let's think about Velveteen Dream winning it. I like the idea. I The reason I have Velveteen Dream, honestly, going into this, I always wanted it to be Drew Gulak, Drew Gooks, like since day one, you know? Mm-hmm. But I've, I've leaned into more of the idea of it being Velveteen Dream. Reason being, I like smug, cocky-ass Velveteen Dream having this, like, contract that, like, he can just cash in whenever. Mm-hmm. Like, he can just do it at the Royal Rumble, or he could do it at WrestleMania. You know, he could just do it whenever is he it, wants. Is it like, a, is it, are we doing it like money? I know we talked about it earlier, but like, are we going to commit to doing it like Money in the Bank style, where he could just cash in the contract whenever he feels like, or does he have to like, or or is it like more of, in the future, 
you get a match it's and more, you can it's, decide it, when that is. You it's know? more. I, I, I think it's more like the Gift of the Gods title where it's like you're say you're using this thing and then you say like, oh, I'm like, like Velveteen Dream is like, well, guess what, Kofi? Royal Rumble, it's you versus me. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like... He can't, he can't just, like, money in the bank it where he just runs in and he's like, here! Yeah. It's, it's not going to be like that. Uh, it, okay. This is simply just Velveteen Dream being like, at Royal Rumble, my opportunity is being used at the Royal Rumble. You know? it, okay, I like that. And th- there is a, there is a storyline with Velveteen Dream that I really I have in my head that I really like, but I won't say on the show yet. I'll say it to you privately. After the recording, okay. But, uh, that the problem is I can't say it to you now. I have to say it to you later. Okay, <laughs> but deal. I, but I, I uh, maybe I'll say it to you now and we'll cut it out. How about that? All right, sure. Sidebar. Sidebar over. Okay, Mikey. So with that being said, uh, thoughts between Dream and Gulak? Um, I still I think Gulak wins. Damn it! <laughs> no, you're right. It's I like your I, I like your idea. No, I like my idea. It required it required storyline more... immediately out of Survivor Series is better with Drew Gulak. Yeah, I like your idea though, and I do think we should. Uh move forward with that at some point we just need to we, there's just a lot of uh setup involved getting there fair enough okay so during the match eric young attacks akira Tozawa, um and uh yeah and then also during the match as velveteen dream Sets up the purple rainmaker, right? That's his move. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the Dream Valley Driver. They both. Yeah, Daniel Bryan comes out, out, mm-hmm. and pushes Dream off the ropes, which allows Gulak to lock in the Gulak. I like the, the idea of when Drew Gulak, after he puts in the Gulak, he just stares at, he like looks at Daniel Bryan, like the way Kevin Owens looked at Triple H after he basically handed him the mm-hmm. universal title. I also like the idea that Pure are holding back Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, like let, let's have, let's have, uh, um, um, Daniel Bryan go after Velveteen Dream. Dawson and Wilder go after Cedric Alexander. Akira Tozawa is luckily already out. Thank you, Eric Young. He's not involved with the pure. He's just his own man. Mm-hmm. Um, and Drew Gooks gets the win on Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Drew Gooks. Drew Gooks. Has won the Future Stars opportunity. Fatal 4 weight. He will have the opportunity to challenge for the WWE Championship whenever he likes. Oh, yeah. Big, big opportunity here for Jimmy Gooks. Big if true. And guess what? It is. Mikey, what's next? 
So next up, we have the champ- the women's champions match. Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion, versus Shayna Baszler, our SmackDown Women's Champion, versus Candice LeRae, the NXT Women's Champion. This is a big one. This is a big one, folks. I'm excited oh, for yeah. it. Mikey, I think it's your turn to pick, actually. Yes, I'm hitting the randomizer currently. Raw has not had a victory yet. Um, we have we have the rivalry sort of between Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. We have a rivalry of Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae. Um, Becky Lynch and Candice LeRae is a match I want to see. Um, this history of Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler also goes back to last year's Survivor Series where Becky Lynch was the first person to defeat Ronda Rousey, um, mm-hmm. a fellow four horsewoman of MMA. With all that being said, all that preamble, Mikey, who wins? Our winner of the triple threat match is SmackDown. Shayna Baszler takes it home. Whoa. Raw is not doing great tonight. <laughs> Raw, uh, well, I thought Raw's, this would for sure be the one. I mean, Raw. if we're looking at the card, Raw's got potential weird win Survivor Series with the Fiend in there. There, I don't want to write them out too much yet. You know, mm-hmm. they've got the potential on that side, but like we said, Raw has not won a single match yet. SmackDown's won three, NXT has won two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, Candice Ray, who pins whom? Well, obviously Baszler pinning someone. <laughs> I think Baz- if we really want to put her over, Baszler pins Lynch. Ooh. If we want the history... Oh, no, the history hasn't happened in our universe. Of Candice LeRae? Between Baszler and LeRae. Is it? I, 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 I was wondering if they had altercations, you know, when they were back in the day. But maybe they didn't. I don't remember. But, I mean, if we're going by history, also, Baszler and Lynch makes sense, too. Because, mm-hmm. like we said, last year, Becky Lynch pinned Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler getting the win back for the whor- four horsewomen of MMA. Mm-hmm. I'm liking... Tough one. I like Baszler pins Lynch, legitimately. Let's do that. Put Baszler over some more. Baszler pins Lynch. And I think the goal for Candice LeRae here is to just get over, honestly. Just showcase her extreme talent. Okay, Shayna Baszler wins, Mikey. What a card, but let's get into the main event. The main event of Survivor Series. Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Dana Bryan, Mustafa Ali, Cesaro, and Roman Reigns taking on Team Raw, Bobby Lashley, Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Adam Cole. And then Team NXT is Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, EC3, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Matt Riddle. So, all types of excitement here, Mikey. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, of course, the randomizer will decide. be one winner. Randomizer will decide the fate of this match. Oh, boy. Mikey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Mikey. Who wins? NXT. Whoa, the underdogs. (laughs) They were. This team was for sure the underdog team in this match. Right? Oh my god! Like they gotta be. That is. Oh my god! I that's that stunned me. Wow. Putting over NXT big. Take that AEW. <laughs> oh my god! St- tune in to USA Network for the go ho- return home from that. 
Oh yeah. Team X Team NXT over in a big way. Holy crap! That's okay. crazy. Okay, well, I mean, Raw. So my so here's here's my thought. Yes. I Raw know we don't book. I know we don't book Raw. Yes, but it's it sucks. But they didn't win a single thing. I think I think the fiend. Instead of getting pinned or submitted, he probably took himself out of the match. He probably did the hurt heel on somebody. He probably did the mandible claw, and then I would assume him and that other person both just disappear out of the match. Oh shit! Who is that person? That's a good question. I like to ima- I, I like to imagine someone on Raw like he's feuding with like Adam Cole or Ricochet or something. So he takes two people off his own team. No, well, him, take... no, and well, he, him and himself, him, him and the whoever, him and Cole, it would be. Well, I like that because it sets up a future rivalry for Raw. You know but that makes again, sense. Not our problem. Yeah, not our problem, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, it would be a huge blow to Raw, and would make sense, more sense of why Raw sucks, <laughs> and not win a single match. So, I mean, that that could work. We could easily do that. I like that storyline of like. Not everyone ganging up on the fiend. It's the fiend just mysteriously vanishes and takes someone out with him. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about it. So the last person. St- so which team stands more? Stands last? Oh my god! Team Raw or Team SmackDown? I, I mean, I want to say Team SmackDown because the fiend, if the fiend gets Cole out, they're immediately at a disadvantage. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Or the fiend taking out Ricochet. Same sort of thing. Yeah. I imagine the Fiend's not going to go after Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I like Fiend going after Cole and taking them both out. Mm-hmm. The Fiend Maybe, maybe. Okay, here's, here's, here's a pitch. Maybe, like, Bobby Lashley kind of dominates for a little bit. Like, he gets out some guys on NXT, he gets out some guys on SmackDown, and then the Fiend taking out Cole is what evens it up again. You know? Mm-hmm. That's fair. So Lashley looks strong. Because he got a couple of eliminations. And I, like, I like that. The Fiend thing evens it up, and then we get back to the match. So who? So we're saying SmackDown ends up standing tall at the end, or Raw? I mean, like... What's the last I nat- team nat- I naturally want to put over SmackDown. Of course. There's bias. Plus, that team is looking pretty good. I would yeah. imagine Ali and Cesaro are the first to go. Yeah. Um... Probably by Lashley. Mm-hmm. I think Captain KO is probably the last one standing for SmackDown. I like that. I think that makes sense. Last one standing, Captain KO. I like I like Captain KO being the last one standing and losing because it gives Zayn more fuel for the feud that we're setting up. Oh, I, I ooh, oh, because Zayn, Zayn, Zayn could just come can clap back with, "You didn't win the big one," you know, like oh. you lost. Like you were, you were saying how bad I lost, but your team, but you led your team to a loss. You know, he's never won the WWE against, title against NXT. Wow, against against, against the against team where roots. we came from. Yeah, our roots, a place I never left. Well, I, I did leave, but you know, more more. Does Sami Zayn help NXT win this match? <gasps> yes. Right. Yes. That's it. That's got to be it. Captain KO is the last one standing for Team SmackDown. Sami Zayn. And Team SmackDown, is SmackDown the last team standing? It's got to be. This is such a big thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is a big moment. So that's got to be SmackDown being the last one. 
Sami Zayn comes in. What does he do? How did? How does? So here's here's my pitch. The last two people. Well, well, if if he gets involved, he's sort of like. He's sort of if 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 he gets involved and does something, then that sort of deters his argument of like you didn't big, win the big one, right? But it strengthens his argument of I stuck with my roots. Yeah, but is there a way to, to do both? I don't think there's because if we try to do both, it's like they're kind of because if. If he lo- if they if Kevin Owens just loses, then Sane has the argument of he couldn't win the big one. But if he, but then his his argument of you didn't stick to your roots kind of is less because it's just like oh he just lost the match. I don't know. Do we want to go with him being? Do we wh- which which one do we want more? Which storyline do we want more? The sticking to your roots storyline and being like remember where you came from, or the storyline of. Captain KO can't get can't get it done. Captain KO can't get it done w- means that like he eventually has to big, win the big one. Mm-hmm. Like right, if we're if we're following that thread, either he spirals out, and that I don't know what that would end up looking like, or he ends up winning the WWE Championship. I mean, he's formerly one. He's a formal Universal Champion. But he lost to Goldberg, so I mean that's fair, I guess. We missed out on such a huge opportunity. I just realized. Which is what? With the whole Sami Zayn saying "stick to your roots" thing. What if Sami Zayn was just team captain of NXT? Why didn't we do that? Because he's not on NXT, man. He's on SmackDown. But his whole thing is "stick to your roots," so I could see him just like betraying SmackDown and going to NXT. I just like him being in the audience wearing an NXT T-shirt. Wearing a, Matt, a, wearing a Matt Riddle t-shirt. He's got like a Riddle Bro t-shirt. Yeah, he's, he's wearing the flip-flops. <laughs> he's just mocking to Owens the entire time. We could do that. <laughs> I mean, that's a way to do it. <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, if he's no, just... No, I, I don't want this to be a joke is yeah. the issue. That, that, seems, that seems like, a, that seems like uh, too, like, comedic. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, so, so... That would mean that we would have to have Kevin Owens eventually win the WWE Championship, right? If or spiral out into whatever that will look like. Yeah. Um, Team NXT. I also like the idea of Kevin Owens spinning this off into like an like an open challenge kind of thing, like like and just challenging each person on the. NXT on Team NXT trying to beat them, and the ultimate match being Sami Zayn, the final boss. Yeah, basically the final boss being Sami Zayn. Well, if we look at the idea of sticking to your roots, then that doesn't have any title involved. Doesn't need any title involved, and that would probably mean that this feud could take place on NXT, like take place at a takeover, realistically. Mm-hmm. Take that, AEW. Damn. Like, we could just fucking... Because now we're like now we're slotting in the idea of Sami Zayn being involved with NXT, Kevin Owens being involved with NXT. So you could... In theory, that would mean that both of them would have to be on NXT at some point, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm saying is, Mikey, this <laughs> AE, we we have come up with the way to take down AEW. We did it. With, we 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 become our own worst enemy. With El Generico and Kevin Steen. <laughs> arguably, Kevin Steen arguably being the person that started the train of AEW. Right? I mean, he's the one that was like, hey, Cody, go find the Young Bucks and talk to them. They're good. Damn. Yeah, Wait a that's minute. That's a true story. That's Wait a, a minute. Story. Um, so you're telling me all this time... <laughs> AEW was Kevin Owens' idea? Yeah. And the reason Cody left was CM Punk. <laughs> was because of CM Punk's pipe bomb. He knew there was greener pastures. And CM two... Punk is like that because of Stone how, Cold. How, are, Stone how, Cold is Kevin makes... Owens, how is Kevin Owens not the ultimate WWE heel right now? <laughs> That's fair. How has um... Vince not booked him so badly that he just buried him? I mean... How has Vince not made Kevin Owens lose to, like, El Torito yet for that? <laughs> this is tough. Okay, so, th- I mean, this pay-per-view, obviously... You could... My, maybe, my, Mikey, maybe you can feel it. Maybe your listeners at home can feel it. Doesn't it feel like this match has, like... It it, it has WrestleMania setup vibes, right? Yeah. You could feel it. Like, if we decide that Kevin Owens... If we're going with the title storyline, then Kevin Owens eventually needs to win the title. Which we could do, I'm sure. Which could be a which could be the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. But if we don't do that, if we just do stick to your roots, then no title involved, we have to do something else for the title picture. Mm-hmm. But of course, someone's got to take the title off of Kofi Kingston in that other scenario. Mm-hmm. And of course, that match doesn't necessarily have to be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn in that regards. No, God, they would have to but, wrestle. But it would Kevin have to Owens be versus that... Sami Zayn for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. It would have to be that Kevin Owens wins the title before WrestleMania, and then at WrestleMania, it's for the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston. Not sorry, not Kofi Kingston. The WWE Championship would have to be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That would be magic. That would be your dream. That's a good match. <laughs> you, 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 that is your dream played out in reality. That's a good match. It's a very good match. All right. Okay. Wait. No. Now I like this. Oh no. <laughs> we could do. We could do. Wait. Oh, hold on. We also have elimination chamber. Yeah. We and we have the Royal elimination. Rumble. And we have the Royal Rumble. We could... Someone could be winning, winning the Royal Rumble. Sidebar. Kevin Owens Side, could win the Royal sidebar. Rumble. Sidebar. No, Kevin Owens can't win the Royal Rumble in this scenario. Here's a si- no. Sidebar, so I'm cutting this... this out. Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble. Kevin Owens wins the Elimination Chamber. In that scenario... In the scenario we're sort of thinking of, like... Kevin Owens could win the Royal Rumble, but then that means Sami Zayn has to be the WWE champion. Which is the weird. better answer would be Raw wins the Royal Rumble, but at the same time, we don't get to choose that. 
Yeah. You know, Raw like Raw could win it or we can win it. And if we win it if, Or if, if we we're win, doing this if we now, win the Royal Rumble, it ruins the whole scenario. Can NXT win the Royal Rumble? I don't know. We put them in Survivor Series. I mean, that's a future answer. I don't know. I mean, NXT members have been in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And they are in the USA, and they are we're all calling them a third brand. So technically, they could. And technically, then, the NXT title can be defended at WrestleMania. In the main event... I don't think we're there yet. I think the NXT title has to be defended on the on WrestleMania first. Yeah. But we could that that could happen, you know? That could be a thing. I don't know, but that's that I that's not a me decision. That's a WWE itself decision. Mm-hmm. If they ever want to do that. It's one way to beat out AEW. Is to have Johnny Gargano return at the Royal Rumble and win it and then face Adam Cole for the title. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so if we're talking winning the title, Kevin Owens. So the... that, And I think in this scenario, best case scenario, Kevin Owens would have to then win the title at Elimination Chamber. And then have the match against Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Yeah. That would be the best case scenario. Because mm-hmm. he can't... Because he can't win the Royal Rumble. Okay. But also, but, but then at the same time, if 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 we have to choose someone on SmackDown to win the Royal Rumble, it doesn't have to be Kevin Owens. It can be like Roman Reigns or something, right? And then at Elimination Chamber, there's more fuel to the fire, and then the WrestleMania match is just Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Non-title. Yeah, okay. If, like, Brock on Raw wins the Royal Rumble, then... Kevin Owens wins the title at Elimination Chamber, assuming no one gets injured. <laughs> okay, That'll so be that. so how does this match end then? <laughs> um, poof. Team NXT wins. Team NXT wins. Does Sami Zayn help NXT win? Yes or no? I feel like no. I feel like you don't need Sami Zayn to win to do either storyline. Okay, let's. So, like thinking, so like thinking Kevin Owens the, gets pinned clean by an NXT or yes, okay by by probably by, probably Matt Riddle by Matt Riddle and Matt Riddle is the last one standing. Mm-hmm. We're closing out the show of Matt Riddle. You say it like it's a bad thing. I I say it like it's a bad thing because it's ridiculous when we have Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Adam Cole, the Fiend, all on a show. Hey, the randomizer decided NXT wins, so NXT stands tall. Who are we to Uh, argue with the randomizer? We are not gods. I just love the idea. Who are we to box with God? I just love the idea that in 2019, Matt Riddle is closing out Survivor Series. Like that doesn't make any sense in any other world, but the randomizer decided it is our god, and we have to obey it. Damn, Matt Riddle, last person standing, close out the Survivor Series pay per view. Maybe the better stance would be that after the match, the rest of like NXT locker room files out and they celebrate together. Yeah. So we, it's not just Matt Riddle. <laughs> it's not just Matt Riddle standing. I like there the like, idea of Triple yeah. H of Triple H coming out and just. 
hugging, oh, his, yeah. hugging his children. Put over NXT huge here. Um, and I don't think Sami Zayn uh, needs to get involved. Because even in the other storyline, Mikey, about uh, sticking to your roots, Sami Zayn can just talk to him, like do a promo on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. He can just do. He can just literally just do a, a promo on SmackDown, being like, "You, you lost, and guess who you lost to NXT. Our roots. You're out of touch. You sold out." Okay. All right, I like it. Let's do it. There's a way. Yeah, there's a way to do Let's both at the same time. I think is what I'm book thinking. it. We already did. So uh, <laughs> we already did book, and we've done it. Um, NXT is one. So, Mikey, give me that final tally. Give me that final tally of the uh, the night. Final tally of the night is NXT three, SmackDown three, Raw zero. Big old goose egg. Raw. Raw wins uh, nothing. <laughs> well, I wonder if I could do here. I'm gonna do some like detailed rankings real quick, Mikey. If you don't mind, go for it. Uh. While you while I do that, do you mind uh, doing some uh, rundown sheet here? Yeah. So, I'm just recapping the night, I guess. Yeah, just recap the night for us right. before we hit the randomizer and ruin the whole thing. So, our whole Survivor Series card. First first match in the pre-show, English versus Elias in a guitar and a pole match. Elias wins and steals English's girl afterwards. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> flawless. Next up, we have a. Next up, we have the uh, women's elimination match uh, with Team SmackDown versus Team Raw versus Team NXT, and Team SmackDown comes out on top with. I think we said Oscar standing tall at the end. Oscar and Banks. Oscar and Oscar and Sasha Banks stand tall at the end. Uh, after that, we have Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles versus Tommaso Ciampa, in which Tommaso Ciampa wins and stands tall. Then we have Undisputed Era versus The Pure versus Mustache Mountain. Um, and Mustache Mountain wins. After that, we have the WWE versus Universal Champion versus NXT Champion match. And Kofi Kingston wins for SmackDown. Then we have our Future Stars qualifier, which was Cedric Alexander versus Velveteen Dream versus Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak. And Drew Gulak comes out on top. And then we have... The women's triple threat champion versus champion versus champion match with Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae in which Shayna Baszler wins it for SmackDown. And then our main event of the night, we have Team SmackDown versus Team Raw versus Team NXT for the men's division. And NXT comes out on top with Matt Riddle pinning Kevin Owens. Proving Sami Zayn correct. Yes. In the process. Um, so I did some, like, sort of, I, kind of, I guess, detailed rankings. I, I know of the sort of, like, ranking system in the past. So basically what I did, Mikey, is uh, I gave one point if your brand won and took away a point if your brand was, like, the pinning loss factor, right? Mm-hmm. And then no points if you're not involved in the finish, right? Okay. So, like, for instance, um, um, Champa pin Styles. Champ- NXT gets a point. Style- uh, SmackDown loses a point, right? Yep. So I did that going down. The lead, of course, is NXT wins the night with two points. Okay. SmackDown wins gets a second place of one point. Raw, negative three points. Big yikes. They lo- 
Orton got pinned. Becky Lynch got pinned. Undisputed Era got pinned. Didn't win a single match. They got their shit kicked in, honestly. Yeah, Raw got destroyed tonight. But yeah, so uh, like we said, Randomizer is our god. Um, That is our Survivor Series pay-per-view special. And we're going to close it out with the Randomizer, of course, like we always do. The Randomizer keeps us honest, keeps us realistic. Um, because, you know, anything could happen. We could have an injury. We could have um, have to reorganize the entire card. We have to, um, whatever it may be, um, we're going to have to do it. Oh, yeah. Mikey, it's also a pay-per-view, Mikey. So that means we have to hit it twice. We hit it twice. I'm going to hit the randomizer. I am also going uh, to do the same. I am terrified. <laughs> Me as well. We've, I'm, all, I'm Ever since, like, I think injuries started really happening before we introduced more injuries. I've become even more terrified of the randomizer. Yeah, me too. So, uh, what? What? I, mine loaded up. What did you got, buddy? Mine is still loading. Give it okay. two seconds. I got a nagging injury. A nagging injury. Yes. Oh, that's a new. That's a new injury thing that I. That got. is a new one. I've never seen that one before. What is that? What, exactly? what do we got? Read, read it out for us, buddy. I'm trying to find it. It wouldn't put. There we go. <laughs> All right. Roll a D whatever to see which wrestler gets a nagging injury tag. If that wrestler then gets injured in another match, add a plus three modifier. So what? What is? What is the idea behind this, Ryan? Like they get an injury that sticks around, kind of. Yes. It's a, na- a nagging injury is an idea that, like, they have an injury that sticks around, and then if they s- get um, if they if they a- get pulled as an injury, like say, like, say they get a nagging injury, my neck hurts. My neck has been hurting for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if then I have an injury where I break my neck, because it's been hurt, already been hurt, it's going to be worse than before because I didn't oh, take care so of it. If you ro- so we add plus three to whatever we roll if we get, like, a major injury if we land on the same person? Yeah, so gotcha. worst case scenario in this in this idea, Mikey, would be if we roll a, D- a career ender, mm-hmm. we roll a D20, we get a 20 on that career ender, plus the 23... The t- plus the 20 modifier in the career ender, plus the three on the nagging injury, that person then ends up going out for 43 weeks. <laughs> worst, it's that, that, that's the span of it, is that now we can maximize it, so we got that's the worst anywhere, the worst, between, yeah. anywhere between a minor injury of a D4 minus one, which is at you know zero plus three. So we're going anywhere between three to 43 weeks. Jesus Christ. With the nagging injury. Um... Yeah, so yeah, it's just it's just someone gets an agony injury tag. Maybe, maybe, I mean, we're doing this. We're, this is all Calvin Ball, folks. But maybe we can add one thing here, Mikey. Mm-hmm. That if that wrestler goes into like a hardcore match, oh, they're Jesus. out for like two weeks or something. They're out for three weeks. That's rough. Is that is that a fair thing? Yeah, I think so. In terms of the realism of the show, I guess mm-hmm. it's, this is a lot like Calvin Ball D and D stuff. It's just like what's what makes sense, what what's logical. Yeah. So if that person wrestles in a hardcore match, then they are out for three weeks. Big yikes! Or it should be two weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Three is fine. Okay. 
So, nagging injury, Mikey. Um, nagging injury, roll a D, whatever. So, let's see what wrestler. How many? <laughs> we have so many wrestlers. This could not even affect us, Mikey. That's true. This could We could walk away unscathed. We definitely um, can, which would be great. So, I'm going to let you know what I rolled. Um, let me let you know what I rolled as I also count up the number of people that are wrestling. Well, wait, what? Do we, do we want to see what you got on the randomizer first? That's what I'm doing. I'm pulling another right now. Oh, okay, gotcha. So that I can, then we can talk about that as I count up these people. I got it up. Pfft, really? Okay, that's fine. Uh, add a match. Someone went really short in their match link, so now you have to add a match to hit the pay-per-view mark. Jesus, okay. Add a Survivor Series, huh? An unscheduled match. Maybe it's a pre-show match. Maybe it's like a third pre-show. That would make sense, legit, realistically speaking. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I guess maybe the Raw match went short. Yeah. Where the guitar and a pole is stupid. Yeah, so uh, what do we want to do? Where? What's our What's our match? Um, do you want to add? Do you want to? Oh, no, we can't do that. Do what? Oh, wait, can we? We can do who's, we want. who's the who's the women's tag team champions currently? Uh, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> I think it's the Country Club. I think I'm not positive at all. We haven't like done. I haven't done anything. You, I haven't done anything. You haven't done anything with the women's tag team champions. I mean, also the Iconics are out now. Ember Moon is out for with a sickness. I wasn't paying attention to it because it was sickness. on it was on Raw, and I was like, okay. Um, let's see. The women's tag team champions are are the Country Club, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Okay, do we want to have maybe a women's tag team championship match? Sure. Between whom and whom? Well, the Country Club <laughs> makes sense. Who uh, on SmackDown? Who on SmackDown? Or NXT. Or NXT. Oh, we can't do Team Kick. That sucks. We can't do Team Kick. We can't do the Sky Pirates. <laughs> we got Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. We got uh, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. <laughs> Could we have a... Maybe, maybe we... not the women's tag titles. Even yeah, though no, it completely have... makes sense to do here. We just don't, we have, don't have enough have, like, people. Teams. Everyone's in the matches. Um... Everyone's injured and no one's got... We don't have any team members to actually do it. Unless we just put together a team right now. Which I feel like I don't really want to do. Well, the only people on SmackDown that are free are... Billy Kay and Carmella. Mm, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> that, that feels dumb. <laughs> it just feels so stupid. Bianca Belair's out on Raw. And also at that point, if we're just making a Raw versus NXT, we don't doesn't matter. We don't care. We don't have a control on that. Mm-hmm. Who's available for us that could fight? Who might have a little bit of Sami Zayn? You look. You look that up as I uh, type out these numbers. Sami Zayn's available. Our truth. Our truth. Keith Lee. Apollo okay. Crews. So I got, the num- I got the numbers. It's 51 people are wrestling tonight. Okay. So 
I'll roll a D51 to see who gets that nagging injury tag. We could easily walk away unscathed, but I rolled a 17. English Elias are one and two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. That is Tony Storm. Okay, so it does not affect us. It does not affect us. Tony Storm walks away with a nagging injury. Um, so that we are we are unscathed. We are we have walked away unscathed. We were nowhere close to us. If it was two more higher, it would have been AJ Styles. Yikes. Uh okay, how about we do a random So we have you know who you know who we have available? Who? Plenty of tag teams. We could have a tag team. We could do an, another <clears throat> tag team match. The pure aren't the pure aren't fighting tonight, are they? Yes, they are. They're fighting in the... Uh, oh, duh. What am I saying? Yeah, I, don't I don't know what you're saying, bro. Um, I mean, Mr. Purveyor of the Tag Division, if you have any rivalries that you might want to start up, or now is your opportunity. I gotta look at... Uh, I gotta look at the Raw and NXT teams. Or we can just do a special triple threat singles, like just pick up, pluck a Raw guy, SmackDown guy in NXT and throw him in a match. Okay, we could do that. I kind of like that because that lets us use the Miz. It does let us use the Miz. That, I like the idea of using the Miz. Is that the only other person that would make sense? Maybe the Miz, probably. Would the, Mi- the, the Miz or Sami Zayn. Maybe the Miz would be better just because the storyline elements that we have. Yeah, let's do. Let's throw Miz in a match with some random NXT person and a random Raw person. Okay, so random Raw person could be who hasn't had a match: Pete Dunne, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio. Seth Baron Rollins Jordan. is it on this card? No. Well, he could be in the Raw, random Raw match. To be fair, he's not on this card yet. Oh uh, yeah, no, yes. you're right, you're right. Random Raw match, uh, yeah, I guess. So Pete Dunne, let's go back, go back through the list. Pete Dunne, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, Baron Corbin, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Rusev, Braun Strowman. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, Humberto Carrillo, No Way Jose, Drake Maverick, Titus O'Neil. Okay. And of course, tag teams. But anyone strike your fancy? Of course, keep in mind this is the pre-show. I mean, who's good for the pre-show on Raw? I don't think Seth Rollins. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, I like. I kind of like Pete Dunne a little bit. Yeah, we could throw in Pete Dunne. I feel like between for me it's either that or Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that seems fair. But who do you want? Who should we do? Maybe we should decide on the NXT person. Yeah. Uh, NXT person we got is let's see, who has not? Could do Walter. That feels like Walter just wins. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's. That's very true. Oh, we do. I mean, we also have Nakamura. Yeah, we could do. I Nakamura. like. I like Miz versus Dunn slash Mysterio versus Nakamura. Okay, we'll do that. So the Miz versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and then who should be that third person? Rey Mysterio or um, Pete Dunn? We have one heel and one face, yeah? Or is Nakamura a face? Nakamura is a heel. 
Okay, so that doesn't help at all. Um, <laughs> let's do Rey Mysterio. Let's mix up the styles. Sounds sounds good. Sounds fine to me. I I'm cool. I was honestly cool with either one. Okay. Um, and then uh, do you want to hit the randomizer to see which brand wins it? Which which person's winning this match? Yeah, let's do that. Hopefully, this is Raw's chance. Raw's chance to <laughs> Raw, be on the board. This is Raw's chance to be on the board. They gotta. It's gotta be Rey Mysterio pinning Nakamura. Come on, Raw. I'm actually rooting for Raw now. This is the first time ever in my life I'm gonna root for Raw. All right. Raw, this is your chance to get on the board. Rey Mysterio, it's all on you, buddy. I've hit the randomizer. And the winner is Raw. They did it. <laughs> Rey Mysterio wins it. They finally, they get on the board. They have at least all win tonight. Start the parade. Who is Rey Mysterio? Why do red? Who is Rey Mysterio pinning? Um, I don't know. I think Shinsuke because I don't really feel like burying Miz already. Yeah, it doesn't make sense with Miz. Storyline wise, really. Yes, yeah, Nakamura. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we did it. Uh, final things. Your rankings, Mikey, is a uh, one point for Raw, three points for SmackDown and NXT, um, and then my detailed, you know, variation point based thing. Raw is negative two, SmackDown both at one. So a little closer. Yeah. A, a little closer. Good job, Raw. I'm so uh, glad at least Raw got on the board. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have another Survivor Series issue where everyone's going to be like, Raw lost all of their matches. Except and Mysterio's going to be like, pre-show counts. Pre-show counts, guys. Pre-show. Xavier Woods. Pre-show. Okay, we did it. We did it, folks. That's our Survivor Series. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we'll be back this Friday with another show, another Hit the Book show, where we will do our return home from Survivor Series. Mikey... Mm -hmm. Thoughts on this card? I, I'm this was. I thought this was a good show. I thought we had a good top down card here. I agree. This was a very. It was very weird that we had to add a match to a pay per view, but here we are. <laughs> but here we are. The rare add a match to a pay per view. Um, yeah, I it, it, I think this is good. And like I said, Mikey, you could feel it in the recording here. We've got WrestleMania on the mind, right? Yep, for sure. It's coming. It, it happens faster than you think. It does. Um, I mean, talking about it, next pay-per-view, guys, it, for us, is, in fact, the Royal Rumble. So, in January, we'll be back here on a pay-per-view special slot for uh, the Royal Rumble, and we'll see how that goes. Of course, um, another cross-branded pay-per-view. Then we got Elimination Chamber, and then WrestleMania, Mikey. Mm -hmm. That's how far away we are. All right. Right. Um, so big, big things coming down the pipeline. So if you want to get in tune with all of that, you can subscribe to this podcast feed. You can subscribe to the podcast app or wherever you like podcasts, so Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else. Mm -hmm. um, you can subscribe to this feed and get more shows just like this. Hit the books just like this pay-per-view special that happens on our pay-per-views, obviously. Uh, we got bonus shows coming down the pipeline. Of course, we have System Check. Um, which is already out, which is a weekly AEW analytics preview show, along with another show that's coming officially down the pipeline, which is Mikey's Indie 500, which is a uh, independent. He will watch 500 independent wrestling matches through the course of the year, and you can uh, get those rec match recommendations in 
using the hashtag HTB500. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mikey, what else is there to say? Uh, give us go, go on iTunes, give us six and a half stars, especially because, you know, we found our secret hiding spot in the Tokyo Tome, where they'll never find yes, us. Yes, um, they have not yet found us, which is fine. I'm okay. I'm, I'm very <laughs> excited um, because I like moving. I like being here. Um, follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Uh, where we tweet all of our match results, we tweet we live tweet some events uh, here and there. Um, just to us your general thoughts on wrestling and what and what you would like to see in the show. Uh, just interact with us. We love interacting with people. We love hearing from you guys. We love just being able to see how the community comes together. Um, yeah, come hang out with us there. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, we need. I feel like we need to tweet more overall. I'm thinking about it. It's like I need I need to get on that Twitter and just tweet my thoughts about wrestling more often. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need to need to do that. I, need, I think we I both do. do. More. I need to get on that yeah, Twitter need, more often as well. Yeah. So that's that, we'll we'll do our best with that, folks. Yeah. But yeah, uh, subscribe, review, follow us on all the hit Twitters at Hit the Books Pod. Mikey, I, I I can't wait to do it. We're on the road to WrestleMania already, it feels like. The road to WrestleMania officially starts with Royal Rumble, but Survivor Series is really Road to WrestleMania, really and our car, our car is in full gear. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're all in on WrestleMania. Oh, no. Wait, no. Oh, no. All out. All out. Wait, no. No. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Like I said, we will be back to our normally scheduled programming this Friday when we are on a return home, uh, and you can bet on that, double or nothing. F- Damn it! <laughs> um, so until next time, folks, we've got two words for you. Dynamite. Th- that's one word, <laughs> and no. We'll do it one more time. Take two. It's not the two words, but take two. We've got two words for you. Book it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.